Welcome to Craft Beercast. I'm Josh. That's Jeff. Hey guys, we're back together again. Yay! Yay! Oh, and Wells is here too. I mean, yes. And Wells is here. Yay! We got the band back together, you guys. And you can hear them through my headphones. Yeah. I'm, I'm not dead from the Rona yet. You, the Ronas? Yeah, I, I should really stop saying that because it's going to be fucked up if I make a joke about, like, I'm not dead from Corona, and then I die between, like, this day and the recording session. Like, or you get it. Yeah. Suddenly, like, everything goes black and white, and there's, like, a... <laughs> well, is like... I, I, I can't 20. breathe. I can't breathe. I'm doing great. <laughs> That's why I brought my Plague Doctor mask. Yes, because that's going to protect you. Yes, yes it is. It definitely keeps people six feet away from me. I bet. <laughs> I mean, it walked in with it, and I barely could make <laughs> eye contact with you. I mean, I normally can't anyways, but... Well, there you go. You also don't know where to look. Like, right. Can you yeah. see out of those goggles? Yeah. <laughs> where am I supposed to be looking? I mean, it definitely does have a leather daddy look to it. Well, <laughs> it does we all know this about Wells. It does. It Welcome does. to the Leather Daddy Craft Beer. Yes. <laughs> right? Uh. Brought to you by Leather Daddy. When you want to host your BDSM sites, go to leatherdaddy.com. Use promo code CraftBeerCast so for 20% of checkout. So help me. That's probably a site. Please don't go there. I make no warranties to what you're going to see. If, if it's not a fucking Arrested Development site, then what are we all doing here? Because it should be. Anyways. I'm, I'm both like morbidly curious now, and I don't want to be the one. I'm not going to do it. Ah, you have no fun. Uh, so, gentlemen. Yes, sir. What cities have you been to that allow you to roam around with an open container? Oof. Savannah, Georgia. Okay. I'm struggling. Savannah, I got Georgia. <laughs> Savannah, Georgia. And um, Savannah, my, my Georgia. My house? Does that count? Can I, can, can I get my house? Nope. Nope. Okay. Nope. I mean, I'm, I'm aware that there are, like, multiple cities, everything like Key West, New Orleans. Yeah, like Beale Street on Nashville. Yeah. Like there's but a bunch of places where you Memphis? can or Memphis, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh you can open container. And thanks to this whole COVID thing. Thanks to this whole COVID like the one bright spot to come out of this bullshit. There's been a lot of places, uh unfortunately North Carolina was not one of them, but there's been a lot of cities that basically you could Jeff, you wanted to make tacos. It was taco night. You wanted a margarita. You kn- you know how bad the ABC stores were here. So you could just go to that restaurant and say, hey, I want your margarita mix. And they would literally make you a margarita mix, sans the alcohol, give you the bottle of alcohol, and let you go home and combine them into an ingredients. Okay. Not sure. here, sure, of course, but yeah. a lot of states did that. Uh, one of the other things that had, had come up is that you know people should be allowed to drink outside because there are open container laws in a lot of states where you're caught with an adult beverage outside of your home, it's a ticket. It's a misdemeanor. If somebody catches me having a damn beer on the front porch of my own house, good luck. All right, Ron Swanson. But no, you're, you're right. In theory, it's your property. It's your house. But unfortunately, due to a lot of screwy state laws, that could be considered an open container. I mean... And the argument is that we really should, especially, at least if you're on your own property, abolish those laws. I'm not saying that people need to be walking down the road having a roadie. 
Well, so, of course not. So, like, so, I'm not advocating for drinking and driving, but for well, now I'm not even saying yeah. drinking. I'm saying walking and driving, or walking and driving, walking and drinking. <laughs> like, I mean, walking and driving <laughs> is the real <laughs> scourge in America right now. I'm walking I'm my here dogs. To talk about walking and driving. I'm out walking my dogs. I want to have a beer. I should be able to Look, do that. I get it. You're an American. You want to use your treadmill while you're driving somewhere. Yes. But the answer is still no, Josh. But I want to make it like a Flintstones car. <laughs> <laughs> So I think the problem becomes like when you have that kind of like and, and really it's a gray area. Very so, gray. So if you're going to say like we're going to allow open container outside of like a restaurant premises or a brewery premises, that becomes very difficult, I think, to enforce consistently because now it's all up to somebody's decision. Well, and I was going to say like how many times have you been to a brewery or like a craft beer bar and they have that little magical line that says do not take your beer past this Correct. line. Correct. I mean, you know, like and what? how many people ignore it? Cops have it bad enough. <laughs> they don't need to be rolling up on somebody who maybe has been drinking and walking around and they're getting into their car. I mean, it's just like is this really something we need? Well, see, my argument is I'm not getting into a vehicle. I'm in a park. I'm in okay, a beach. Sure. But you're... I, I, I get your point. I the, totally the, get so your problem point. So the problem is, <clears throat> it's kind of like the old men in black paradox. Like, you're smart. People are dumb. And the problem is, when you allow everyone to self-regulate, they're going to... You, you're going to see what we have today. There's going to be people that will not come out of their house... For the next six months. Meanwhile, you've got people standing side by side, licking each other's hands with their, you know, machine guns up in the air because Merca. <sighs> okay, so I guess maybe a better way to explain this or, or where this could be a potential reality. So we talked about Beale Street. We talked about downtown New Orleans. Uh, Savannah, I think, is like almost the entire fucking city. You can just roam around with it. I know there's places in Texas that are like that, too. It's parts of Savannah. So make a fucking party zone. Yeah. You make a zone in a city. Okay, they have those. They're called restaurants and breweries. Okay, but you make a zone in the city where I could Like the Whitewater my, Center? I could take my beer from one restaurant to the next restaurant. And sure. I, I could enjoy it while I'm on my way of walking. Yeah. Or, I, honestly, more importantly to me, this is more about, like, kind of to Wells' point, if... I am out on my, I don't have a front porch, but let's pretend that I did. If I was out on my front porch drinking a beer and I'm just sitting there, a cop could be a dickhead and go, hey, you've got an open container. I'm going to write you a ticket. <laughs> and that's not fucking cool. That well, shit needs to stop. Well, and it's the same same kind of idea behind uh, you go and you buy a, a six to a beer from a store and you've got to fill out all this paperwork because if you happen to be pulled over... That six to a beer is considered an open container, container. Yep. which I find hilarious. And it's like, okay, cool. Hey, Mr. Cop Policeman, I dare you to take a drink out of this. Yeah, good luck. Because I'd love to see you do it. Yeah. I don't understand. I mean, like, you can push that, like, you know, you push that little ball down and, like, oh, that'll help a little bit, but it's just going <laughs> to spray everywhere. Like, help me understand how I'm going to drink anything out of this. Yeah. Mm, it's just going to spray everywhere. That's what happens when you push the ball. This is not my personal sex site. So I don't know. I, I thought to me like, and again, I guess it, it's it's a good thing that I have a big back porch and it's fenced in. You're so put your bike in there. Yeah, but I can also just sit out there and drink a beer, and nobody's gonna know. Nobody's gonna be the wiser. I mean, 
Yeah. I, I, I'm not well-versed enough in the law to know where personal property comes into play. Well, and it's obviously like, state and municipality and all yeah. that fun shit yeah, there, comes into play, probably, too. There's no, like, easy, like, wide swath to say, like, oh, well, in the city of Charlotte, or maybe you can. But, I mean, like, in your particular city, you can stand out in your front yard with a beer in your hand. I mean, you probably can, and nobody's going to care. Right. But in the event that you've got that one individual that's having a bad day that feels like <clears throat> being a problem for you, what do you do? Is it worth the hassle? And, in, in, like... That's a are good there, question. That's are there a good some, argument. In, in like, you know, so Josh, like for you and me, probably the most geographically convenient location where this could make sense would be Greenville, South Carolina. Down there on the main strip. Yeah. To, yeah. Have, to have like, you know, we're going to paint the strip. We're going to paint all the sidewalks. And as long as you're on the right colored sidewalk, you can have open containers as you move from <clears throat> restaurant to, to brewery to bottle shop to whatever. But like, I've never been there and been moving from one place to the other going, man, this walk would be so much better if I had my booze with me. True. I can honestly... Because I'm not hanging out in downtown Greenville. I'm working, so... Sure, but but even when I am hanging out down there, I can literally make it from one place to the next without having to have a beer in my hand. It is possible. I have done it. It is. That's true. I don't know. I thought it would be a fun argument, but now you're just shitting all over it. No, no. I'm just telling... I'm, I, I'm taking the con. And I'm just, or the pro, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, I don't, I don't, I don't understand why you need this. But something that I would like to have, if I'm picking up Taco Tuesday stuff from Taco Tuesday, my local neighborhood taco joint, you know, and I really want a margarita with it, why the hell can't I buy, like, two margaritas and mix them together at my home? Yes. Where they give me a closed bottle of alcohol yep, sure. and a pre-made mixer. Okay, so so a closed bottle. So like a growler. Yeah. Not an open container. Mm-hmm. A closed container. Yeah. Okay. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I it's mean... It's a closed it, container. Now, if you're walking down the street with your open container, that's another story. Yeah. I would agree with that point wholesale. And, and, I, and, I, and I, I can I understand like why I, restaurants... Well, why states don't do that because you're but I, some bypassing do. the... Three tier system. I Are s- we though? Because they have to buy. The, I would agree that we're not. But the, the restaurant has to buy everything in North Carolina. They have to buy all their liquor from the state. They're not bypassing shit. Yeah, but you as the consumer are. So we can't Am double. I? We can't double tax you. Yeah, it's okay for you to go to that restaurant and drink it in there. But yeah. God forbid you take it home. Yeah, because you're then bypassing a tax system. But no, I'm you're, not. But you're they not. got paid. I the know. Restaurant. I know you're not. But the, you know that's the argument they would make. Uh, I mean, it's probably like a lot of things. They're just not set up to do it. I have seen through all of the COVID coverage yes. that there are some restaurants that are providing to-go cocktails. I think it's smart. Yeah, I, but you it's know, not legal in every state. Sure. Well, there's, I mean, we've spent six to seven years talking about, oh, yes, but it's not, li- that thing that we're talking about isn't legal in every state. Yeah. New York, D.C., California, Maine, Illinois, Texas? Tejas. And they've got a point, like... Texas doesn't see the need to roll this back. Yeah. Because once consumers get a taste of to-go alcohol... <laughs> Literally and figuratively. And yeah. I mean, like, look, I'm not saying you need to be having a roadie. I'm not advocating drinking and driving. But I am saying that if a, 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 an establishment wants to sell me, like, a margarita and 
DoorDash wants to deliver that margarita to me, fucking let them do it. Well, I was going to say, there's the Benny's. What's the Benny pizza place here? You know yeah, what I'm talking about. Benny Pinellas, yeah. Yeah. So for the longest time on Postmates, you could get one of those giant ass slices of pizza uh-huh. and some beer. Yeah, it's great. And it's, it's like, why can't I do this everywhere? Like, yeah. why can I not just order my food with my, my adult beverage at the yeah. same time? Like, why do I have to be nanny stated? Nope. If I want tacos and I want margaritas with it, fucking let me order them. Yeah. I mean... And, and a lot of it is because of open container laws. Because in theory, that Postmates driver picks that up. And what is that? That's an open container. He drinks what half else? of it, fills it back up with his pee. You know. <laughs> you know. But yeah, what's so open about it? Nothing. Not a goddamn thing. Because it's sealed. But stupid laws would say that is technically an open container because it's not a sealed liquor bottle. Which, you know, well, you again... You could put them in crowlers, couldn't yeah, you? Exactly. That's kind of where I'm at. Like, like, come up with a more creative way to package your product. You know, the, the, the downside uh, the downside is going to be that, you know, you're talking about coming up with a... You're, you're adding expense so that people can do take-home cocktails to which, you know, I don't know if that's a problem or not. I, yeah, I mean, it's a valid point. You know, you're already paying an arm and a leg for a cocktail as it is. And granted, like, there's something to be said for like, okay, but like, you know, they've got, you know, bitters and this one, you know, like if they're adding, you know, whatever type of side alcohol that I don't like and I don't want a whole bottle of. Right, yeah. You know, maybe you like the idea of a gin and tonic, but you don't want a whole, to commit to a whole bottle of gin. You know, like, I get it. Yeah, why, why do I need a whole bottle of gin just for like, a pair of Tom Collins or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm I'm really hoping that there are more and more states that start to look at some of this. I think you already poured that one for me. I've got a brown one over here. North Carolina took a look at it and there was a, a measure that was moving forward that looked like this was going to be legalized. And before it had, left the legislature and made its way to the governor, um, the, those, pro, God, I can't talk today. Talking just fine, but um, those provisions that would have allowed alcohol to go were stripped out from the final bill. Of course. So we were this close. This close. And that's the way it goes, right? I mean, there's a lot of things that I, I think we look at and say, well, this would be really straightforward, really simple, really easy. You could implement it this way. We've got all the answers. But there's a lot more layers of complexity when it gets into actual government. Well, and it has and, to get into and a money bill, and, and then you've got everybody in their own self-interests and like, well, I could do this, but you know, my one buddy doesn't care for that. So yeah, you, yeah, who knows? Hey, you guys like Untapped, right? Um, you know, it's um it means to an end. And Wells, you really loved that Untapped beer festival, didn't you? It was like the best beer festival ever. I'm having flashbacks right now. Would you like to attend it virtually this year? Because you can. Hey, hey, look, that's going to be really easy to pull off because I am full of disappointment when I'm at home. Well, that's what we hear. I know. And, and, and you can. And it's only $90. And you cannot okay. buy the beer package in North Carolina oh. to attend the beer festival. Wait, hold on. So, so just hold on. So just so I'm clear. Untapped, like everybody else, has moved to the... Oh, we'll just do it virtually because it's almost the same thing. Yes. Their workaround for that, if I'm understanding you correctly, is that they have a pre-selected box of beer that they will ship you. 11 hand-selected beers. For two to three people, which means there's probably two 
twelve ounce bottles or pint cans per beer. Right. So you're so you're talking about uh, twenty. So you're talking about you know twenty twenty four twenty two twenty four beers. No, eleven. No, no, no. I mean like total packages of beer, like 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 cans or bottles. Twenty four total cans, of, like because it's not they're not just going to. Oh, like, oh, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, not, I see what you're saying. I see. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. assuming. Yeah. I'm assuming that they're going to give you a little more generous pours. The dollar point doesn't really scare me off that much, other than not knowing what it actually contains. Does it ever actually say what's in it? Uh, how many beers? Uh, anywho, yeah, how many it was in there at one point. Okay. Uh, we we can keep looking here while I'm talking. But I guess the the, the one like kind of super irony for me is Untapped, which is based out of Raleigh, I believe. Wilmington. Wilmington. Okay, based out of North Carolina, Untapped um, had the very first Untapped festival. In Charlotte, North Carolina, because they're in North Carolina. Um, but you can't get their new special thing. That sucks. Oh. Well, so there's some of the beers right up there, but that's Decadence, not all of them. banana macadamia fudge cake. Like, I don't like banana, but Pseudo I would try Sue. that. Pseudo Sue. yeah, that's good. Curio from Allagash. It's an, I like that beer. Yeah. I mean, that's one of those with like, when you get the mix box and it's like, well, yeah, but I could just buy this anytime. Um, and then yeah. if if you were in a state like North Carolina where this is not technically legal for you to ship beer, you could just buy a hey, hang out in our stream for fifteen dollars and watch our panels. So I'm and, gonna, and BYOB. I'm gonna yeah no. I've already turned down several invitations to do a video call in which I drink beer. But a proceed of your pro uh, of one your, of these days, Jason. I promise. Of your monies will be going to some you know charities. Hmm. So. Cool. You know what I can do too? Just um, donate that fifteen dollars directly to that so charity. Like, so, like instead of this, like fifteen dollars, uh, when I go and I buy my divine barrel, I tip like twenty five percent. And when I buy takeout from my local independently owned restaurant that I like to uh, support, I tip them like twenty five percent. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, I don't go a lot, and I don't do it every day. So you know your mileage may vary, but it's like this is like I'm trying to help out in my way. Or I'm you not, could just give that fifteen dollars directly to that charity instead. Yeah, because yep. like you know I. I'm sorry, and I hate to be this guy, but I don't know that I trust Untapped with my money. They haven't done anything to make me not trust them, but I just don't know why I should. Oh, man. We just crossed the uh, one-year anniversary threshold of the Untapped Festival at Bank of America Stadium in oh, Charlotte. And, and, yes, go ahead. That was a, a shit show of a day. Mm-hmm, uh, yeah. And I am so glad that I was late to the party because if I was like, quarantined inside with everybody else until the rain passed, I would have been pissed. But instead, I was locked out of the festival. Yes. Like, they weren't letting anybody in wisely. So I, like, brewery bounce with the, the two different breweries for a little while and to, to kill the time before a beer festival, which I never, ever do. Yeah. Like, why go drink beer before yeah, you go why to a pre-game beer festival? before going to a beer festival? But, man, that was, that was an un, almost unforgivable mess. Like, I've been to... There was some untapped potential there? Stop it. Which, by the way, that their festival that they planned on doing again this year has not been officially canceled. It's just been postponed. Like Sounds about right. <sighs> yep. Yep. All right, anyway. so yeah, it's a thing. Yeah, whatever. Sure. I mean, look, I get it. All these... Like, I feel for these kind of events... <clears throat> Where, you know, they budgeted and projected having a big amount of money coming in from this particular festival, and now it's gone. What do you do? 
I'd be interested to know if these breweries are providing their beer for free. Yeah. Or if Untapped is purchasing it and then reselling it to the customer, which yeah. then brings up a whole other set of questions. Well, and I was to say that's probably why you can't do it here in North Carolina. Because of that reason. Yeah. Three tier system, right? Yeah. Uh, so another Festival Bites the Dust, JBF is officially done. They have decided not to do JBF this like, year. Don't say done. It's just it is this year. I said done slash canceled for this 2020. year. Yes, it is uh, same thing. All going virtually. So how much do I have to pay to get into the GABF virtual? Oh, nothing because you shouldn't have to pay to get into a, a video call. Yeah, I mean it's just virtual conferences where the awards will still be given out and okay everything else. So if you wanted to watch them, they're basically live streaming GABF, and you just don't get to sample all the beers that are Which, there. You Which know, I mean, for like the majority of for the majority of the beer drinking public that is interested enough in GABF results, that's actually pretty cool. Yeah. Which they've done forever, anyways. They yeah. just live stream it. Oh, I don't watch it. Yeah, we we've never watched it, but we've always covered the results. Clearly, it, you can see where I fall on the uh, how much do I care? Yeah, damn it. Uh, <clears throat> it's just it's a, another one of those bummers because you know for sure that's one of those. Kind of like Dark Lord Day, that's on the bucket list of like, I need to go to GABF at one point in my life. I just need to experience it because, I mean, all those breweries, all that stuff. And you've been to one, right? Yeah, or, I went to 2011 GABF and okay. did Rare Beer Festival as well out there. And it was a blast. Yeah. Like, uh, I think every hardcore beer geek should post Corona should go to. GABF at least once. Yeah. I mean, just to say, holy fuck, like I've been to NECA. Yeah. Like it, because it really is. It's, you've never seen anything like this before. You're yeah. And I mean, I can't imagine even trying to sample half of the breweries that are there. <laughs> you, you would die. Yeah. Although I kind of feel like it would be like QCBF. There's a ton of breweries there, most mm -hmm. of which you're like, never heard of them, not really interested, moving on. And then there's the, like, oh, you got to go try this. We well, go try that. And then it's like, oh, that was really good. And then there's like, oh, I always want to try that one. And, you know, I heard about this thing. And then. Yeah, like, there's other half. There's blah, blah, blah. There's blah, blah, blah. There's blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, I thought this last story was cute. And you two are going to shit all over it. But, you know. I'm ready. <laughs> so there were beer fairies that were dropping off booze at each other's doorsteps in New Jersey. Just kind of asking them, hey. I brought you some beer. Pay it forward to the next guy. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. So what are you going to shit on? Well, well, like when you phrase it like that, I mean, you make it kind of... So, I want to join a private Facebook group with 3,300 people. I want to give my home address to those 3,300 people. And hopefully... Somebody is going to leave a care package of beer on my door as like a pay it forward. Because if we've learned one thing about Facebook, it's that your information is completely safe. Yeah. I'm going to say, get the fuck off my door. Okay. All like, right. I don't want free. Don't also, also, there's that thing of like, okay, so then like beer shows up at my front door and I'm just like, huh. Well, that's a bunch of shit. I guess I'll pay this all forward to the next person because I don't want it. Yeah. And now I've got like three hands traded yingling, like black and tan from last summer's picnic. No telling how old this can of Hetty Topper is, but somebody's going to be excited. 
Yeah. Good. At least my fridge is a little clean. Do y'all remember icing? Like dropping down to a knee in front of somebody and chugging a beer, whatever. Like, no. Anyway. Was this actually a thing? Yeah, this was actually a thing. Speaking of like beer, pay it forward. I just saw a friend of mine get iced like two weeks ago. I, I don't know. It happened like four years so, ago. So like what, what happens? Anyway. But like you've been beard. B-E-E-R apostrophe D. <laughs> Fucking stop that. <laughs> I mean, at least we're past that stage of internet culture where we were like remove all the vowels anyway. And it just would have been like BRD or something, you know? You've been BRD'd. See, but now this one says more than 3,000 women in South Jersey have joined the Facebook group. So it's like, so cool. at first it was like 3,000 just people. Can you go up there and then? So I'm not mad at the idea. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not yeah. mad at the idea, Josh. And I, and I know you were expecting us to dump all over it. And I know Wills is about Yeah, it. totally. I'm, I'm not mad at the idea. The implementation is a little sketchy, but like, you know. On, on a personal level, like, so my oldest is a high school senior. And this has been a really, like, don't get me wrong, this whole last few months has been hard on everybody. Yeah. But I look at, you know, someone who has spent their entire life getting ready for senior prom, senior graduation, senior yep. events, and the last three months have just gotten stripped out of their lives. Yep. And... I wasn't one that went to my senior prom because I didn't feel like it was worth my time. But for her, it's a big deal. And, you know, I've seen stuff similar to this pop up where it's like, hey, um, here's here's a kid if you want to adopt them or sponsor them. And so then, like, people who want to do something nice, they put together, like, a little gift basket and they go bring it to that senior. And, like, that has been huge. That has been yeah. awesome. It's been great to see. This is a great idea. Again, like, I, maybe the implementation could use a little work. But... At least, you know, like, everything sucks right now. It's nice to have something that's okay. Yeah. You know? I mean, don't get me wrong. I've dropped some things off on yeah. your front porch. You and have. Just like, and not like, all hey, of man. them were dookies. <laughs> <laughs> hey, those were some really good beers. Those beers were not dookies. But No, I'm talking about the actual dookie. Yeah. But I've had people, like, I've had a friend of mine drop me off some awesome Sierra Nevada on my porch. And like, hey, I mean, I'm sitting in the backyard and, hey, I left something for you on your front porch. Like, oh, my God, thank you so much. Like, right. that, that absolutely makes my day. But I'm not about, but that's friends. That's right. somebody I, I know bearing it forward. Yes. And I don't feel comfortable joining a Facebook group with 3,300 people. I have no fucking idea. And giving up my home address. I, I understand like, that. And plus, then there's the whole, like, are they legal or not? Like, at least if I know somebody, I can be, like, aware that they're over the age of 21. But uh, if like, it's are they strength, legal or not? But where are like you a, going with that? I'll tell you exactly where Wells is about to go. But if they're a stranger, like, off the internet, I could be dropping off at, like, a 20-year-old's house, and then I'm, like, getting in trouble for some shit. Like, I don't know. <laughs> the delinquency of a minor. I get it. And then Wells is all like dropping off at a 17-year-old, and it's like, wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. And I understand your point, but I guess my, my whole going theory with this is like I'm kind of surprised like this didn't take off around here, and not even on a Facebook level, just like... I'm kind of surprised this hasn't been shut down yet. I mean, to be fair, it's no worse than like 
the biggest the, party in the world that was playing on Facebook and it still or, happened. Or like the beer exchange Facebook groups or the other beer trading Facebook groups. Empty collectibles, thank you very much. That's right. You know, like it's super sketchy. Yeah, I've, I've like, heard like Facebook is turned into like the wild, wild west of... It's almost wild like the dark west. dark web, but not quite the dark web because you can't get her- heroin and hookers, but you can get pretty damn close if you know the right groups. That's scary. I know. I, I can Tell just, me more, I can just see the heroin exchange Facebook groups now. You've just pay been horsed. <laughs> I was going to pay it forward. I shot it all. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I broke the chain. I, I broke, know. I broke the chain. Fuck. Hey, look, I'll, I'll totally start the chain back up if somebody could drop me off somewhere real quick. <laughs> I was going to just leave you a baggie of heroin on the front door, but instead it's a lot more fun to just like jump you when you open the door and I just inject it straight into your veins. Like, because I, I don't want it to go to waste, man. I don't want to get flushed on the toilet. Make sure you use it. <laughs> you just got horsed. Good God. You've just been horsed. Love. Hey, we have the yeah, hey, we have a title. Oh, no. We've got several. Uh, speaking of which, uh, it's about time for the darkest timeline to take a break, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, let's do yeah. it. We'll be back in 30. Time for buy no buy, Jeff. So uh, we're having beer. Believe it or not, I know it's a big shock. We're having beer. We're talking about beer. We're telling you whether or not we would buy the beer again. We're all having the same beer. So. Yes, which is super awesome, as opposed to like the last several weeks where I've just been a complete wreck, and you know we're we're not having the same beer. It's there was that one time we all had higher ground in cans because huzzah, higher ground in cans, um, and then it wasn't happening for a while but now we are <clears throat> so uh, we're going to talk about the beer whether or not we would buy it uh, and then you can decide you know maybe we make a good case maybe we don't um, first beer up is a free range beer uh, here in Charlotte called Common Home <laughs> sorry the label is kind of uh, this is a uh, Carol- Carolina Common uh, is it a Carolina Common? It's just regular Common. Common Kentucky Common. Well, they they labeled it Carolina Common, but it's made with ninety nine percent local ingredients. Yeah, yeah. But same basic idea as a Kentucky Common. It's a common ale, you know. Which Wells, for a listener that may be uninitiated, what would you typically consider a common? Doesn't matter what type. What what would a common beer typically be considered? Anchor steam. Right, but isn't a lot of times second runnings off of a bigger beer? Sure. For the most part? Is is it always, I guess, is what I'm asking. Not necessarily. Okay. I mean, we've seen uh, Birdsong make a Carolina Common as well. It was pretty good. Um, here, here's what I'll say. Uh, this is not a bad beer. Um, I don't have a ton of free range, so I don't really know what to compare it all to. That being said, um, I'm drinking this beer, and less than 10 days ago, I opened up my Crowler of Steampunk. And I would much rather be drinking Triple C Steampunk. Okay, I just I feel like it's just a better, better version of this. Um, that being said, this isn't bad, but I'm just I, I don't I'm not buying it. Fair, no thanks. Wells, 
I'd like this. Uh, for a four and a half percent, it's interesting. It's got some neat, uh, like, toasted notes to it. It's an easy drinker for sure. Four and a half percent. Like, if I'm looking for something a little bit more interesting in the summertime, like, I could see myself running through some cans of this. So, yeah, I'm a buy. Josh, what do you think of this? I'm right there with you. Uh, <clears throat> I bought this. I saw it. I was like, eh, I don't know. You never know. I mean, I don't want to shit all over free range, but... Nor should you. I haven't been very impressed with what I've had from them. I, I'll, a, I'll say that. You know, have I, you I ever feel... Been, have you ever been? I haven't. So that needs to be, get corrected yeah, once I, I, I can. I haven't been in a while. Like, you know, once we can get out again, maybe we need to... You know, we, we joked about this, about doing this, and then we stumbled into Triple C's, like, whatever anniversary, and it completely derailed our plans. But we need to do, like, a... Uh, East Side Charlotte. The sins of the fathers, like guys that have been doing a show for seven years and have yet to go to some of these breweries. Yeah, I mean, like I've been to Free Range. I went yeah, one which, time. Honestly, I have not. And it was fine. You know, like it was fine. Um, but I feel like you know we we should we should we should go to Free Range. We should go to like Legion. Um, I mean, I've been to Legion, but uh, I doubt you've been to Legion. You know, like some of these places nope. that. Maybe we've had one or two of their beers, but like they've been around for a while. It's worth our time to go and visit. Not the brand newbies, but like some of those that maybe we just haven't gotten around to. It's kind of embarrassing to say. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so back to this beer. Wells, I would agree with you, especially right now. Is it starting to warm up? Like getting done doing yard work. Yep. Maybe I don't want a 9% ABV IPA. I just want something nice. and Or maybe and, I don't want a Pilsner. Maybe I yeah. still want something light that yeah. I can still just fuck up. Yeah, and it has a little bit of, of, of body to it and taste yeah. and some character to it. So, yeah, I'll absolutely buy this one. Next beer up. Uh, next beer up. Uh, clacks on here. Uh, Chuck beer alert. <clears throat> uh, so, so Chuck's into some beer uh, pre-lockdown. And yeah, so, just real bad timing, unfortunately. Yeah, and, and, and it's unfortunate because I think two out of the three of them you guys probably would have enjoyed, uh, but those were all like hoppy beers. And not knowing when lockdown would end, like I didn't feel right sitting on them for any longer than yep. I had to, so I went yep. ahead and consumed those. Uh, but we've got two of them in, in the show, the remaining two. Um, and this first one is a sour. It's uh, from Wild Leap, who you remember from Alpha Abstraction. Um, they did one called Vacanza. This is a, a sour... And it says coconut cream pie with pineapple. And that's, I mean, it, that, it delivers on that. Um, but I don't know that that's what I want out of a beer. Uh, it's a fun beer. This is a great, like, uh, take it to a bottle share, kind of as a fun, like, break the ice kind of moment. But uh, I wasn't, the flavors were there. I just wasn't crazy enough about it that I'd want any more. Wells? It started off on kind of good footing, like, oh, I'm getting some kind of interesting pineapple, and then it kind of went to sleep on me, like, gave me the, the drowsiness that I typically get after eating a coconut cream pie. Like, I don't know. Like, it's one of these close but just couldn't quite stick the landing kind of beers for me. And, and again, to be fair, it's a couple of months old at this point. It's been sitting in the fridge. Yeah, I'm still not hugely ass on board with it. I mean, they don't date their cans, so I have no idea how old this really is. But mm. I mean, the coconut's there, the pineapple's there. I just—it's okay. Josh, it tasted like sweat socks and ass. Hard pass, no buy. I dumped it immediately. 
So do you like dip your sweat socks in ass first or no, do you I, I, them separately? <laughs> you, I, I, I kind of like, it's kind of like, you know how, like when you're doing tequila shots, you got to like lick your hand and then sprinkle salt on it. He licks the ass first. Yes. And then puts a sweat sock in. Yep. Yep. Exactly. I didn't. And then I put on the, the gas mask and we go to town, but. <laughs> okay. No. So it's a no buy for Josh. No. Next beer up. That um, beer was trash. So, uh, so some, some months ago, pre-lockdown, we were at um, Queen City Brewers Fest. And Divine Barrel uh, had like two or three things that just were amazing. One of the things that really stuck out was their peach cobbler beer. And uh, man, it really struck a chord with me. I really loved it. Um, and so one of the last couple of runs I made up there, uh, they had a blueberry variant of said cobbler. And I'm like, yes, yes, I want to get some more of this. Um, I'm not a huge blueberry fan, okay? But uh, this is excellent. Um, I haven't opened any of my peach cans yet. That'll be, uh, probably tonight or tomorrow, but, um, I, I happen to have some guys over uh, a week ago and one of them brought the cherry version of this. And then there's, it's not in the cobbler family per se, but there was a, a key lime that was like kind of made like all the descriptively was the same. Um, I can't believe that I'm this crazy about a pastry type beer. But these are freaking fantastic. Um, it's all there. You know, you get the fruit, and then the graham cracker pops in, and then a little bit of vanilla, and then there's some cinnamon in there. Oh, man, these are, these are excellent. This blueberry cobbler is excellent. Um, I'm Fingers crossed blackberry's going to happen. I don't care about you, Josh. I will, I will buy a bunch of that blackberry. Um, I like the cherry more than the blueberry. I like the peach more than both of those, but this is still a buy. Okay. I would buy it again. Well, so it's a Carolina cobbler blueberry from Winter Vice with blueberry, vanilla, cinnamon, graham cracker, and lactose. Dang. I mean, this tastes like a, a crust and all, like yeah. a blueberry cobbler. I, the, the joke that everybody keeps making is this is that scene from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. The the blueberry cobblers taste like blueberry cobblers. Like, yeah. So if the, you the day like, When the day comes and they start putting out gum, I'm in trouble. Yeah. I mean, I'm already the size of a blueberry, but that's beside the point. I mean, look, this is really good. COVID-20. <laughs> 2020. This is good. You know, it's it's just what it claims to be, and it's just what I wanted it to be. So I'm all on board with this one. Josh. Yeah, I, I am shocked that there is actual, like, a taste of eating a crust and all. Like, how the fuck they did that? How many times have we seen a brewery put out a beer that claims to be this... And it's always missing something. Yes. I mean, like, yeah. I feel like one of the or closest... Or they use extract and it's knowledgeable. Like, I mean, like, even Westbrook's Key Lime Pie Goza was really, really good, but it was, like, not quite there. And we, there's always, like, there's always some little piece missing. This nails it all. And I and, and people that have not had it, I explain it to them as, like, it is, like, if you could condense a cobbler down to a beer. If you emulsified a cobbler. It literally, like, it is what it says it is. And for that, 
it's yeah, I, I am mind blown at how good this is. Like to, to me, it was one of those like, and, and I tell the story this way as well. At QCBF, there were all of these vendors, yes. all of these breweries, all of these beers, and there were probably five or six that stuck out to me. And the it was the peach one, obviously, but that cobbler from Divine Barrel stuck out. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, I don't know and how. Yeah, yeah how you get that? Even like the cinnamon, I think, is what surprises yeah. me the most. Like how that sticks out in a Berliner Weiss. It is like it is like baking cinnamon too, right? It's the yeah. right kind of yep. baking cinnamon, but not like the cheap stuff that you get. That's just cashew bark. It's like legit, but yeah. like not overpowering. It is it is all balanced so well. Wow, I am I am floored with that. That's a big buy. Uh, next beer up. Next beer up is another Czech beer. Clacks and sound. Yeah, um, but it's Orpheus. All right, which I mean, what's or- yeah, like like we love some Morpheus. Uh, this is when Wild all- Leap is good too. Sometimes. Yeah, agree, agree, agree. Uh, but this one's called "When All Goes Black, My Shadow Seeks Me." I I think they're trying to be burial. <laughs> Sounds like a burial name. Uh, but this is a black coconut milk stout. Uh, it is a stout. It is a milk stout. It has coconut in it. Um, it's fine. I don't, uh, but I don't reach for a lot of like six and a half percent stouts. So, um, Chuck, thanks for sending this. I enjoyed it. I, I just don't know that I would buy it on my own. Wells, there's coconut in this. Dead ass serious. Um, I'm not getting it. It's in there. Cause I've, it's it's not bad, but I've had better. Um, I'm just not as enthusiastic about this one, so I'm gonna no buy it. Josh, yeah, same way. The first time I had it, and I didn't even ask for a second sampling of is there coconut? Because I got no coconut. Like, it's it's subtle. It's subtle. They're just, of course. Then again, I mean, coconut should amplify over time, right? Mm. It doesn't fade out. Mm. This is a uh, November nineteenth. Cool. I mean, it, yeah, it should still be there, but just not enough for me. So, no oh, bye. Final beer up. Final beer up. Um, we started this uh, series last show, but this is uh, Pilot Brewing here in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. Their single barrel uh, series. This is the Imperial Stout, aged in a Doc Porter's bourbon barrel. Nice ten percent. I kind of like this one. I, I like just I, we're. We really don't have a good volume of barrel-aged imperial stouts in town. There's Cataclysm. Comfort and Darkness. Comfort and Darkness, if I could talk right. Yes, the, the Divine Barrel one. Um, I'm struggling to think of the one Birdsong puts out. It's not uh, Prehistoric a prehistoric dog. dog. Yeah, but that's not always barrel-aged. And Monstro. Monstro, yeah, yes. Monstro. And... Point is, point there's, is, there's a few. There's, there's a few, but there's not a ton. Of course, you know, and then you've got all of the triple C's, like you know, all of their stuff, and a lot of adjunct uh, barrel aged stouts right. too, but not a lot of just, not just like, like straight up imperial stout. Um, I, I like this; it's good. It's um, the 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 barrel in it's real nice. I, I prefer this much more than the wee heavy. Um, I'd buy one of these. Wells. This is uh, ooh, bottle number 13 out of 132. We are special here. Luckle thir- lucky 13. 
The other one was uh, 24 out of 107. Ah, this is bullshit. <laughs> well, that's why you like that other one, because the run was a lot lower. So, you know. I Look, I like this one, too. This is got some a little bit two barrel forward, I think. Um, but I, I, I'm surprised. I'm pleasantly surprised. I'm definitely about I, on this. I'll tell you one thing for sure. This has got me in like, I know Josh, you kind of made the comment earlier, but it's really got me wondering, like I need, I probably need to get some doc porters just for giggles. You should. It's really yes, good stuff. I mean, you should. You know me in, in hard alcohol, and I'm kind of weird. I like what I like. I, like, yeah. like that. No, I get it. I get it. I get it. But um, they make a good bourbon, just a straight. Yeah, bourbon. and that's kind of you know like next time my daily drinking bourbon runs out, which I'm still okay on, and I've got my Eagle Rare for my special occasions. But uh, your special times. Yeah, when when the Woodford runs out, like maybe Doc Porter's is next. Yeah, it's, it's I, I need good stuff. I need to give that kind of stuff a chance. It's good stuff. It really is. Uh, so, Wells, I'll agree with you. This is a little barrel forward, but still in a world where we don't have an in adjunct. A world, that's in a world. In a world. In a world. In a world. Where we don't have an adjunct to death stout, and it's just a straight ass stout. There he's with his ass stouts again. With some bourbon. Man, this is actually really good. <coughs> There's even a little tiny bit of char on that bourbon barrel that I can taste, which you don't get that a lot in just a in a bourbon barrel aged out anymore. Like an industrial, everybody's moving them through a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Man, I, I am pleasantly surprised with yeah. this one. Same. Holy shit. Now I'm like kind of excited about the other two that we have coming up. Yeah, yeah. because a uh, Belgian quad and last but not least an English barley. Oh, I mean, you know, I, I've oh, tried to stage them up to where yeah. like, as well, we win, it would get hopefully better. Yeah, progressively better. Because a barrel-aged Belgian quad is real good. Yeah, it can be. A barrel-aged English barley wine. can be real good. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. We'll find out. But no, I'm a big buy on this, and I'm, I am very pleasantly surprised. Thank you for bringing these. So, Jeff, Thanks, it's Wells. time for I'd tap that. i tap that. Uh, so we had five beers, and which of these would we most like to have on our home kegerator uh, or by the case, however, you know, you need to, to serve it. Um, you know, I, I, that pilot's really, really good, but, um, and I don't know how quick I get through that cobbler either, but um, I kind of feel like that cobbler's where I got to go. Yeah. I knew that. It just, I knew that already. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, this is really hard. Uh, I mean, it's between that Carolina cobbler or that Imperial Stout, and I, my gut is telling me go with the Imperial Stout. I just want some more non-adjuncted, you know, just quality Imperial Stouts, and and this one delivers on what I was asking for. So. That's my direction. Josh, where are you going with this, my dude? Believe it or not, I am right there with you. I just want a plain-ass, normal, non-adjuncted, non-coffeed, non-anything, yeah. just a stout it can, it with can some be bourbon in like it. like, in the simplicity, it is excellent. And again, like, yes. that, by, I, I preferred the cobbler, but I feel like that stout was amazing as well. Yeah, like... It was really, really good. Was, holy shit, like, Pilot, what are you doing? Yeah. 
Well, I mean, you know, like after that, you know, like Wells made a good comment about like, you know, he bought that four pack and we'll see. Like, is that the first or the last, right? You know, and, and after that we have it, I was like, this could be a rough ride. Yeah. But that was real good. So yeah. good deal. Uh, meanwhile, uh, we're at the end of the show. If you'd like to follow up on more of the stuff that we have uh, uh, partaken in, you want to listen to old episodes, you want to find our contact information, uh, go to craftbeercast.com. Uh, we are not signing up people to do beer pay it forward. You will not get beard there. No, you won't get beard. We will not drop things off at your doorstep. Except Dookie's. Wells excels at that. <laughs> but not too many. Otherwise, I strain. That's right. Don't need no hemorrhoids. Check yeah. us out. Uh, meanwhile, if you want to reach out and contact us, contact at craftbeercast.com is great for email or hate mail at craftbeercast.com. That works as well. Um, otherwise, hit us up on the Twitters at CBCast. Wells, where can they find you? Oh, uh, I mean, they shouldn't. They can they can find me at home social distancing. Or like a good they, boy. Or they can find me at all the wells on the Insta Twits. Josh, where can they find you? They can find me on the Twitters at JoshCBC. Don't forget to rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Tell a friend. Don't forget about our subreddit slash r slash craft beer cast. Give us news and things and all that fun stuff. And other than that, we'll talk to you guys next door. Same.